everyone. Welcome to the Let's Talk podcast with besties, Regina Watts. And I'm the co-host, Denise Wiggins. We thank you so much for tuning in with us every week. This week, we have an outstanding guests with us it's national international women's day so we've been highlighting spectacular women who are doing amazing things in the community and this one right here y'all she is a beast not only is she amazing.com she is my sassy sister she is my spiritual sister she is my friend she is my rider my rider she is just everything i really love this one to the core i can vouch for her a hundred percent all right, Denise, go ahead and read her bio because I want to jump right in. All right. So, Allison, I'm I'm a little perturbed by all the love that she just gave you. She <laughs> is my ride and die. She is this. I love her too. Okay. I'm going to hold my emotions back. I'm feeling something away. I got enough you know? love for everybody. I okay. got enough love. Okay. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So if she is my bestie, ride or die, she's mine as well. But Allison Absolutely. Jones is a licensed realtor in Maryland and a savvy, savvy real estate investor with over 20 years of experience as an investor. Allison is a graduate of Morgan State University with a degree in social work. The skills she mastered as a social worker, attentive listening goals, setting, and case planning have helped her to, to serve her real estate clients with the utmost level of professionalism. What you should know about her is that she's a realtor who believes wholeheartedly in the unique personal nature of real estate. She carefully guides her clients through the many steps and decisions required in real estate transactions and is a fully committed to providing clients a notable high level of service that will make their real estate experience as easy and stress-free as possible. Allison decided decided to get her real estate license in 2018 to remove the middleman and negotiate her own investment deals. However, she quickly discovered joy in helping others navigate the path to home ownership. Allison most recently accomplished include establishing and managing two LLCs with her husband, Jones Farm LLC and Sinoge Investment Group LLC. Managing and completing two fixed and flip projects, helping several first-time home buyers navigate the home buying process and close on their first home. How amazing. Serving as a mentor to new realtors. When Allison is not working, you can find her spending time with family and friends, <clears throat> chopping it up, girl over crabs. Yes, yes. <laughs> Traveling or volunteering with some of her favorite local nonprofits. Her absolute favorite mode of relaxation is going to the, a nice spa. Allison definitely lives by the motto, work hard, play hard. You are a rock star, Allison. Let's rock this thing out. Yes, she oh, is. And before we, before we get into it with her, I just want to say, you know, we ask everybody to send their bio. This is so understated, so underwhelming because she really, really is amazing. Y'all will see. Y'all see. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I know that this one right here, I know, and she's just um, humble like that. And um, that's one of the things that I love about her as well. Um, she doesn't have to be the superstar, but because she a cancer like me, we just have that light around us at all times. So All times. <laughs> Allison, Allison, thank you so much for doing the podcast with us. So I wanted to jump in, and a lot of these things I may know, but for our listeners, I wanted to ask you, 
Um, you know, I wanted you to mention, because I mentioned Sassy, you know, talk a little bit about Sassy and how we came about and all that kind of stuff. Because I don't want to look braggadocious, but you go ahead and brag on us. Go ahead, girl. So first off, ladies, thank you so much for allowing me to share on your platform. I've listened to a couple of your um your podcast and I love the chemistry. I love the the motive behind it. And I love the um, women that you guys have been highlighting. So kudos to you for creating a platform to highlight and share with other women who are doing some great things in the community. Thank you. Thank you. So Sassy is one of the um, opportunities where I get to network and fellowship and laugh and volunteer and strategize with an amazing group of women. Um, it was founded by Miss Regina and it's her, her brainchild, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a very unique opportunity where you get to have women from all walks of life come together and do many different things. And what I love about it with the, with the group is that sometimes it'll be something that one person is really interested in and she she will introduce that concept or that idea or that thought or that that place to the group and we will all participate in it together. Um, SASI stands for Sisters Affecting Sisters Socially, in- Intellectually, and Emotionally. And we've been around for about, what, 15 years now, Regina? Yep, 15 years in October, yep. 15 years in October. And like I said, so I found out about it through my sister-in-law, who is a longtime friend with Regina. And because she knows that I like to give back and some of the things that I was doing back then, she was like, no, I want you to come. You got to come hear about this. And when I went, I instantly was just like, yeah, like, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. And from there, it really has been um, like 15 years is a long time when you think about it, watching each other's children grow up, mm-hmm. um, participating in different family functions, um, wins, losses, just ha- just experiencing life with a group of women. And you don't get to really do that a lot. And then what, what I love about us, we, we did a, um, we did an activity last year. Was that for International Women's Day? Now that I'm thinking about it, where we we highlighted women that meant something to us, and it was just a very vulnerable, transparent conversation where some of us really shared some really impactful things that happened to us um, in our past and present. And you just don't get to you don't have that with everyone, but with this group, um, I can literally say that I've walked away really thought provoking um, after thought provoking conversations. Um, had a change of thought on certain things after I heard someone else's perspective on things. And then I've also been able to laugh until I am in tears and have to run to the bathroom with this same group of women. And so you don't find that that often. And so for Regina to have this idea um, and then to implement the idea and share it and not make it just all about what she wants the platform to be, but to share it and let us all introduce concepts and ideas with one another. It's a phenomenal thing. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, thank you for that, Allison. You almost made me drop a tear, girl. That was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. So the the group itself is amazing, and we'll talk about that another time. I just really wanted to 
Um, it's so many layers to Allison, and I really wanted to peel back some. I know we mentioned in her bio, in her bio that she's a um, licensed social worker. When I tell you she got a lot going, a lot going on, this woman is B A D, capital B A D. She really is. Oh, Denise, go ahead, cause I'm I could just gush all day. I love it. So, Allison, explain what real estate investing is, and how did you get started? So real estate investing is, it's so many different ways that you can real estate invest. You can, when you buy your home, you're investing in real estate. So when you become a first time home buyer, you are investing in real estate because real estate is one of the things, it's an asset. So it, it accrues value over time and it makes money for you. Um, you can buy investment properties where you're renting out to other people and they are paying off the mortgage that you have on the property plus a profit to you. Um, you can do commercial property. You can, um, property manage is a way of investing in, in real estate on, on some level, but there's so many different levels, but the area that I like to focus on is renting out to people for residential purposes and having them serving as their landlord, essentially. So right now, me and my husband have, um, Two properties here in the Prince George's County area, one property up in Baltimore. We sold another property that we had in Prince George's County and we're getting ready to, um, we're in the process of looking for another property right now. Congratulations. Thank you. So what would you um, say to a new real estate agent that's emerging? A new agent that's Mm -hmm. emerging into um, real estate? Yes, Um, I would say if you are a new agent, get you a good mentor. Okay. Because one of the things that they don't tell you in real estate school, or I shouldn't say they don't. My my teacher did tell me this, but you don't believe it. Everything that you're learning in this classroom is not necessarily what you're going to use on a day-to-day as a realtor. And it is completely true. Um, so I would say get you a good mentor. Get with a brokerage that... Um, that supports what you need. So for me, when I first started out, I was with a brokerage and it was a great brokerage. My um, broker was responsive. The people there were nice, but they were not an investor friendly brokerage. Mm -hmm. And so it became, and like, they would try to help me. They, they, they matched me with another real estate agent who was an investor, which was really, really good. And she and I still talk to this day. I actually just was texting with her yesterday, but the brokerage as a whole was not investor friendly. And so during the pandemic, I actually transitioned from that brokerage to the brokerage that I'm with now, which is Bennett Realty Solutions. Um, and it is an investor friendly brokerage. They understand that all real estate agents aren't only focused on helping other people, but want to do their own deal. So a lot of our trainings, it helps us to become better investors and understand the market, not only from a perspective of working with individuals looking to buy a home, but they also focus on us as investors. So for me, for, for, for what I would say to a new real estate agent is to get with a brokerage that tailors to whatever your niche is going to be and then within that brokerage, find a mentor that's going to spend some time pouring into you and helping you to get to the next level. That's awesome. I love it. Love how, it, did love you, it love get, it. how did you get started in real estate? What, what made you go that route? So I, I always knew that I wanted to be, I used to always say like I wanted to own an apartment building. Um, when I was in high school, I was like, I want to be a landlord. I want to live in one and I'm going to rent out the rest of them. But what happened, honestly, we brought a house over 20 years ago. Um, 
And not long after moving in the house, I started realizing I did not like the house. Well, I didn't like the neighborhood. And after about a year and a half, I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm done. I called a real estate agent and I was like, I want to sell this house. And like when he looked at the numbers and everything, he was like, you haven't owned it long enough to have any equity in it. And I was like, what do you mean? I said, no, like, this is how much I paid for it. I just want to say, I, I said, I'll sell it back for the same price. And he said that, and he kind of laughed. She said, that's not how it works. He was just like, you know, taxes, this, he started naming all these things. And my mind was like spinning because I got scared. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to stay in this house. But what he said to me was, but what you can do is you can rent it out. Oh, that's good. And so I said, what do you mean? He said, you can rent it out. And so I said, well, how do I do that? He said, well, I don't work with renters. He said, but I will not. He said, I'll help you walk through the process and I won't charge you for it if you use me to buy your next house. So what I did was I had an apartment complex that was like less than a mile from my house. I called that apartment complex and I was like, hey, how much do you charge for a three bedroom apartment? And the lady said, oh, and this was over 20 years ago. So for a three bedroom apartment with a washer and dryer, living room, dining room, all, you know, a regular apartment. She said, oh, it's 1200. Well, at the time, my mortgage was only like eight something. So I was like, well, dang, I got a front yard and a backyard, too. So I could probably. <laughs> so we made up some flyers. My husband went to the grocery store around the corner and started putting the flyers on people's cars. And before he got back home, I had to take the phone off the hook because, and we, we this is back when people had house phones. Mm -hmm. I had to take the phone off the hook in the kitchen because the phone would not stop ringing because people were asking about the house. Wow. So at that point I said, we packing up. I called my mother and I said, we about to come and stay with you. I said, um, I'm, we going to get another house. And she said, well, what you going to do with that house? I said, I'm going to rent it out. And she said, them people going to tear your house up. I said, no, they're not. I said, but I, I said, I said, I'm not staying here. And, said, and my mother let me come back. So we went back to her house for about a month and a half, two months. Um, because we started looking for a house at that time, at the same time that we were packing up, mm -hmm. did an open house, found a tenant, moved in with her, put our stuff in storage, rented the house out. And my first tenant stayed in my house for 11 years. Wow. wow. That's awesome. Amazing. And so the technique that they, what people call that is called house hacking. Um, so when you live in a house, it's two ways that you can house hack. And this is actually the most affordable way for us. It was the most affordable way for us to be able to buy multiple properties. So typically when you buy an investment property, banks look at investment properties as a luxury. Um, you know, if something is going on, like things are going on right now with the economy, you're going to take care of your primary residence. You might let the investment property go by the wayside. So mm -hmm. because that's the mindset of the banks, they typically require you to put down 20% when you're purchasing an investment property. Mm. But if you house hack, which is what we did, we buy it and we live in it for the time period that you're supposed to. So you have to live in the house for at least a year as your primary residence, and then you could rent it out. Okay. By doing that, I'm qualifying for FHA or conventional loan that only requires 3.5%, no more than 4% as a minimum down payment. So okay. as opposed to having to come up with the 20%, the we put down the 3.5% with FHA, live in it, and then we would rent it out 
after we after we move out, then we would rent it out. Another way that you can house hack is that you can live in a place um, and say you have a basement that you can convert into an apartment. You're living in part of it. You're renting out the, the bottom portion. And typically the rent that the person is paying, if it's not going to pay half of the mortgage, it's going to pay, pay close to it. So they're helping to cut down on mm-hmm. the um, on, on your mortgage for you. That's so that's the, that's the format that me and my husband were using up until recently. My husband is tired of moving. So we've been doing a more <laughs> traditional route in terms of um, buying real estate investment properties. But that was the format that we used while our girls, our daughters were, um, you know, younger so that we could not have to put all of our money into it. That was smart. Very smart. That was really good. Mm-hmm. And wow. so what kind of tips do you have for first time home buyers? So what I would say to a first time home buyer, one of the things that I typically run into with first time home buyers is helping them to understand what's required. So how important your credit is um, and starting to take take it seriously, because that's the first step. When when your credit is jacked up, you could you could still get a, a mortgage loan with a, a 580 credit score, but the interest rate is going to be something crazy. So for first time home buyers, first off, make sure that you understand how your credit is, how, which, which state your credit is in. And if you need to repair it, how to do it responsibly, um, understanding what the process looks like in terms of with, with purchasing a house, it's not like anything else. So with most things, like if I say I want these shoes, I can just go and buy them. With the mm-hmm. house, the bank tells you what, how much you're pre-qualified for. Right. So you can't just like go out and say, I want to live in a house that's $700,000 because the bank is going to be like, we don't think you can afford a $700,000 house. So understanding your relationship with the bank and the role that the bank p- plays in it. The other thing too for a first time home buyer is making sure you get with a realtor that you trust, a lender that you trust, and a title company that you trust. Because all of these people at the end of the day are working for you. So you should be comfortable asking them questions. Even if you've asked the same questions over and over again, you should be comfortable enough to have that conversation with them. And they should be patient enough to explain it to you. One of the things I explain to my my clients all the time is that we as humans, we do things off of, off of muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So the more you do something, the better you are with it. No one is buying a house every day. That is true. So like you, you, you're not doing that. So you're not going to, even if I have a conversation with you about the entire process, when we first meet, by the time we actually get into the throes of things, those terminologies, you're probably going to be done, forgot some of them, or you kind of remember, you should feel okay to be like, okay, can you remind me of what, what um, the final walkthrough is, or what does what what does it mean when I say the inspection? Like you should be comfortable with the people that you have hired, because at the end of the day, they they are working for you to help you get through this transition. That's good. Let me ask you: How do you feel about putting property in your one of your business names? So actually, um, the when we mentioned in my bio the. Um, Sonoge Investment Group. That's the purpose of it. So I actually do have property in my business names. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And it's a protection for, for, for me. Like if God forbid, if something happens, it protects my personal, my personal assets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's separate from the business assets, but I, I, I absolutely encourage people to do that. Awesome. So I understand that one of your daughters is a real estate agent. Let's talk about it. 
Yes, yes, yes. Our youngest daughter um, is following in my path and she's become a licensed realtor in D.C. We actually just had a conversation this weekend. She's getting ready to go for her Maryland license as well. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to, to me and her. We now have weekly meetings just about real estate. Um, I think growing up, She's always been the one that like, if we would have to go over to the house to do something for our tenants, she would actually be like, oh, well, I'll ride along and like not doing anything. But I think she's always just kind of like sat in the background and just kind of watched. Mm -hmm. And then I think also living with me and like hearing me talk about it, because as a real estate agent, you know, I'm, I'm on the phone a lot. I'm, I'm dealing with things a lot as it relates to my clients. And so she's been able to pick up on the cues of it. And she decided to, to follow in my footsteps, which I'm, I'm really excited about doing this um, and having and mentoring her in her process as she's going along with it. And she also decided to do this during COVID. Mm-hmm. which was a very interesting time because government agencies, you know, everyone's working from home. So just being able to help her navigate how to get people to like process the paperwork um, because it was, it's everything has been very interesting as we all know. And so to be able to firsthand help her navigate that process, help her to understand what she can do, um, what she should do, what she shouldn't do. When we're talking about um, paperwork, like filling it out correctly, um, tips in terms of how to talk to people, how to have those conversations, and also encouraging her because real estate is a numbers game. So everyone that I talk to doesn't automatically sign up or doesn't automatically buy a house. Um, so, you know, also teaching, you know, you got to push through, like, you know, get, get past that hump and keep it going. Mm -hmm. So what was the conversation like when, did you go to her and suggest doing it or did she come to you? What was, how was that conversation? So when I first got my license, she said back then, and I got my license in 18, she said back then that she was thinking about doing it. And so I got really excited and then nothing like she didn't do anything. And so I just was kind of like, oh, then it came back up again as a topic of conversation um, that she was going to sign up for class. So she signed up for class. Um, and, you know, with kids, you, you don't know if they're going to stick with something, mm-hmm. but she she actually stuck with it. And when she started coming to me, when she would feel discouraged about the class or confused about things, you know, just being able to be there for her and to encourage her. But we didn't necessarily have conversation before she did it. Once she was like in the throes of it, then she started having conversations about, you know, I want to be a part of the family business. Like when you're going up to Baltimore and you're doing things with the house. Cause at the time we were also, we were in the middle of a major fix and flip. Mm -hmm. And so she would come up to the house and like, she would walk around and like, she would just kind of observe the conversations we were having with the contractors. Um, so it really wasn't at the beginning. It was like when she was in the thick of it that she really started having conversations about where she wanted to go with it. Because I also wanted to be respectful and I don't want to force anything on my girls. Like I want you to do what you're, what you're called to do and what God's assignment is for you. Um, and so I may have my own thoughts and visions and, and, and I do believe that this is the path that she's supposed to take. Cause even when she came to me this weekend and said, I think I'm going to go for my Maryland's license, my Maryland license. I had already said she needed to do that in my head, but I was like, mm-hmm. I need for her to, 
I need for her to, to be on board with that on her own and not feel like I'm telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I try to take that approach with them. So even if I, I think this is something she should have done, because when she said it to me back in 19, I was really excited and I was like, I could actually see her doing this and doing it well. And when she didn't do, do anything, I was, I was discouraged, but I was just kind of like, you know, give her time. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think it's awesome. I'm so happy for Sierra that she is getting ready to be part of the family business. I love it. I love it. I love it. You and Joe have been so successful um, with your um, investing and um, as a realtor. Um, And I just want to say your social media, your um, messages, your pictures. First of all, your pictures are fabulous. I'm a Assuming Joe took the pictures because they he look did. so good. He they did. Look- Thank you. <laughs> he did a good job, but all of your stuff is looking really, really good. Tell everybody how they can get in contact with you. So if people want to reach out to me, um, they can reach out to me via email. My email address is Realtor Allison A L L I S O N J. So Realtor Allison J at gmail.com. On Instagram, I'm Realtor Allison. On Facebook, I'm Allison Jones, A-L-L-I-S-O-N-J-O-N-E-S. Or they can reach me um, by phone at 301-818-4504. And then I also have a website if they want to just kind of check out my website to see what's going on. It's allisonjones.bennettrealtysolutions.com. Wow, this was some good information. Allison, you are the bomb.com. I'm so excited to have you on our show tonight. You dropped some powerful jewels, some nuggets for the listeners. Listen, connect with her. She will get you to that investment property that you so desire. So Allison, thank you so much for your time, all your amazing information that you share with us tonight. And I will definitely be following you. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate you guys sharing your platform with me. And if you guys have any questions, um, feel free to reach out to me. Um, One of the things that I I pride myself on is helping others to navigate the process. So reach out to me. Okay. And I just want to personally thank you again, my sassy sister, for being amazing, for being willing to um, share your many talents with us and our listeners and for being available um when i told her i was thinking about having her on the thing she was so excited and she was like Mm -hmm. when and i was like i'm gonna give you a day hold on (laughs) so i'm I'm excited that you were excited about the opportunity so thank you for doing so um let me close our show with my um proverb that i like to say it's proverbs 27 9 it says a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. And then I add, um, get you a best friend because mine is already taken. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining Thank you so us. so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.